It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris, and we are back, ready to travel to the 1980s, because that was the decade that Jill chose at our last Cookie Lab. That's right. It's a great we, decade. We have warmed up the time machine again. What we do is we put in the leftover eggshells from our cookies, and that powers the... <laughs> The time machine. It's running. What do we egg, call that? Egg shells. Uh, I don't know. It just goes into the into the flux capacitor. And, like I uh, was gonna say, green energy. But some of my eggs are green. I have those chickens that lay green eggs. The green eggers. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? We call them Easter eggers. Easter eggers. Okay. Well, we're getting into the Easter season. Uh, so let's see what the 1980s has for us. I'm so excited. Here we go. It's going. I'm warming it up. And we're here, the 1980s. Greed is good. Right? <laughs> My hair feels so small right now. I feel <laughs> yeah, super out of place. And your shoulder pads are minuscule. Right? Yeah. I don't uh, even have shoulder pads. For those of you who did not live in the 1980s, uh, Greed is Good comes from the from a movie with Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. Who star of many fantastic 80s movies it's not the wolf of wall street that that was a leonardo dicaprio movie uh i it think it was, was just, just called wall street. wall street yeah yeah and it, it kind of encapsulates the 80s you know mtv had started things were flashy people wanted imported cars car phones right and designer everything Benetton, oh yeah everything especially. had a label yep mm-hmm. esprit in the beginning and we all wanted to have like a gucci bag or a you know something with logos and labels which right. didn't exist when we were younger right like our clothes were just plain well, unless you had the Farrah Fawcett a t-shirt. What was that? <laughs> With well, her picture on her it? Her picture on it, yeah, oh. and her feathered hair. <laughs> no, yeah. for sure. But I mean brand logos. <laughs> right, no brand yeah. logos. This is, the 80s is, uh, you can hear by the music that's playing in the background, The uh, uh, it's a loud, brash, brassy, and unashamed uh, with the pursuit of wealth and power with abandon. Uh, that was the 80s. Uh, we want I everything. can't wait to see how you're going to bring this back to cookies, Chris. <laughs> right? Everything. Well, here we come. Everything has to be fast and good. Frozen foods, popcorn in the microwave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lean cuisine. For uh, sure. Uh, um, Pop-Tarts, Hamburger Helper, Diet Coke, right? All of these great things in our cupboards and our refrigerators. Uh, the mall food court, which mm-hmm. uh, we were big fans of. So we were a generation of, of pizza and soda pop in the mm-hmm. 80s. So it makes perfect sense that the representative cookie has to be fast and flashy. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, when you said that, I just had this mental image to my spikes, my track, my racing sneakers from the 80s that were 
very fast, fast and flashy, and flashy. Oh. like bright red Nike flats. Yeah. yeah. And and our cookie today is flash and uh, flash and flashy. Uh, it is the seven layer bar cookie. Fantastic. Now, of course, there's a little bit of history to it. Mm-hmm. But it is easy. It is it is easy, easy, easy. We have a little TikTok of it. Uh, you can go over to the TikTok and check it out. It is made in the same pan that it is baked in. Oh, that's awesome. There's no I sugar. I have to say. There's I no spices. I, I can't wait to make it. I love a one pot anything. One pan anything. Well, in 1968, decades before the 80s. Yeah, got in, go back even farther in that time machine. You're talking about a different decade entirely. Yeah, the Borden Company, which if you listen to our sister podcast, the Wednesday Night Podcast, you can hear all about our discovery of where Elsie the cow, the our Borden local spokes, the Spoke Borden cow. spokes cow is from. But you have to go and listen to that. The in 1968, the Borden Company was marketing a recipe called the Magic Cookie, and the Magic Cookie Bar was the official Borden cookie. But it was not seven layers. How many layers was it? It was six layers. That's so funny. It sounds like like you know seven layer dip. It sounds like. Well, I don't have any black beans, so this is six-layer dip. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, you know, the 80s is all about flash. So in the 80s, in, in addition to the six, <laughs> six layers layer that, that the Borden company made, they, we added butterscotch morsels. Oh, yum. My hubby is going to love these. So in our, in our seven-layer bar, I, this is basically the recipe. Here it is. Okay. Melted butter. Cover that with graham cracker crust, like just a uh, graham cracker, crushed graham crackers. So were, did you crush your own graham crackers with, because they have to be gluten-free for a cookie Gluten-free, bar. gluten-free graham crackers. They crush exactly the same as Perfect. regular. Right. So you just put that in the pan. Chocolate chips, coconut. Now here is the problem. I don't hear any problem. I despise coconut. <laughs> I like coconut I flavor. I love coconut. I don't like the texture. It's a texture, This is right, the weakness yeah. in our recipe. I had to Google around, as a good laboratory scientist would do, and I looked for a variety of recipes that did not have coconut in them. And they said, well, you can substitute anything you like instead of anything? coconut. Anything? You could put hmm. in... You could put in another layer of nuts, which we will get to. Uh, you could put in M&Ms, which I did. So we have M&Ms instead of coconut because they're very similar, the M&Ms and the coconut. Uh, right, I, I can uh, see that. Yeah. What uh, are you talking about? No, not at all. And and pretzels. I Yum. should have gone and with the pretzels. And, and you'll taste why. But okay. I should have gone with the pretzels, but I didn't have any gluten-free pretzels on hand. I had M&M's on hand, so we went with M&M's. Then butterscotch morsels, sweetened condensed milk, and top it all with chopped pecans. Wow, it sounds decadent, Chris. And that's the entire recipe. Bake, Bake in the oven for half an hour, and you're ready to go. So, now, so there we have the seven layers, and I think... We should taste it and see how it Okay, will, awesome. What we think of it. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've got my cookie right here. It's um the M&Ms give it a festive look. It's got a lot of different colors. The nuts 
make it look like it's going to be really satisfying. I like the uh, I like the added color of the M and M. I might make it an eight layer bar and oh. add the uh, pretzels. The, the aforementioned up. pretzels. Yeah, but let's taste. Okay, it. let's go. It, okay, here we go. Get ready for a sweet explosion in your mouth. Very sweet. If you want, if whoa, it's sweet. If sweet. you need a sugar bomb. This is the you might want you. this with black coffee. I got black coffee. It's chewy. It's crunchy. You're going to get the texture of the chips. It's a very candy-like texture. I don't even know if chewy is the right word, Chris. Oh, my gosh. My mouth is like... <laughs> there's so much saliva. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is like, whoa, let me help you out with that. <laughs> it's good. It's like a candy bar. Mm -hmm. You couldn't eat a plate of these. Oh, no. Straight up. Let me tell you what this is reminding me of. Do tell. There's a cookie made by a wonderful auntie that we have, Lynn from St. Louis, Missouri. Lynn makes a cookie called Hello Dollies. It's the same cookie. Okay. That's what it tastes like. And funnily enough, she knows that my husband, Jeff, doesn't like coconut. And she makes like a separate little pan without coconut for him. So it's a six-layer bar instead of a seven-layer <laughs> bar. So, yeah. And then there's somebody else who doesn't like something else. Like, she's super... So I think it's probably pretty easy to she's do that, right? She's super accommodating. Like, yeah, you just you would leave just, it out. You would just not put it in that and set it aside, and then you would put... Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like a pretty versatile... I think it would be hard if you did not like graham crackers, because you do need a crust of some sort. And that's kind of the matrix with the condensed milk, and then you can just add in all those wonderful... Right. Different. I think it's it's pretty flexible otherwise. You you mentioned, Jill, the condensed milk. Hmm. Are you ready for a little cool science? Abs that's why I'm here, Chris. And history together. So we said in 1968, the Borden Company uh, made it their official magic cookie bar recipe. And they did that because... It's, it's Spokes Cookie. Yes. You can't make it without sweetened ah, condensed, condensed milk. milk right you you can Brilliant. use the eagle brand if you like mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. that secretly is also owned by borden is it really <laughs> yeah so as we know milk is mostly water mm -hmm. and it also contains fats and our friend the proteins and sugars as well as some minor compounds like vitamins and minerals but it's mostly fat proteins and sugars and water. It's mostly water. So if you can evaporate some of that water, you get a much more viscous solution. Okay, but as soon as you say evaporate, I think of evaporated milk. That's not the same as condensed milk. I'm glad you asked that. It's as if we have practiced that. At the beginning of the 19th century, food scientists in Europe and the U.S. had been working on the possibility of preserving milk in different ways. Mm -hmm. And Gail Borden in the U.S. was the first to master it and hermetically seal the milk in cans. We love that. In okay, 1856. <laughs> That's so long ago for the word hermetically to be even... A, a, well, I don't first know. First of all. <laughs> I don't know if she used the word hermetically, but I just did. This is so informative. Please keep going. Yes. So you ask, what's the difference between evaporated milk? So the major difference between manufacturing evaporated milk 
which is unsweetened condensed milk, and sweetened condensed milk is the method to preserve the milk. Sterilization, which uh, is intensive heat, is used to preserve evaporated milk. So you evaporate the water out at the boiling point, but that doesn't sterilize it. You have to raise it to a higher temperature to sterilize okay. it. Okay, okay. Whereas sweetened condensed milk is preserved by the addition of sugar. Ah, see, that's so crazy to me. I feel like introducing sugar would be introducing problems, right? Like bacteria. Things would for the eat bacteria. The sugar. Exactly. Yeah. No, you add a nut. You add so much sugar that it just the that bacteria, the bacteria gets a tummy ache and gives up. <laughs> exactly. You know how we said you couldn't eat a pan of these cookies. That's basically those That's, poor bacteria. Yeah, they're just like, oh my tummy, oh my god, I can't, sugar I can't do shock. it. <laughs> so. Uh, so that's the difference between condensed. And how did Ms. Borden discover this? She was a food scientist. Apparently so. Yeah, she did it by experimentation. A pioneering woman in American history. Exactly. So another cool thing, remember I mentioned the proteins. There are basically yeah. two types of proteins in uh, milk, any milk. And remember, proteins are long strands of amino acid. They look mm -hmm. like a bracelet with different mm -hmm. with colors, beads. with different mm -hmm. colored beads. To this day, we don't really know why the proteins in milk fold the way they do. That is still to be discovered, which is kind of cool. Amazing. It's so cool that there's stuff out there that we haven't figured out yet. There's two types of proteins. There's whey and casein. Curds. And, no, no. No? That's, that's <laughs> cheese making. Not okay. not baking, curds and whey, right? So whey is a type of protein and casein is another type of protein. Casein molecules, there, there are three or four different types of casein molecules. Some are hydrophobic and some are hydrophilic. We'll put those two words into our lexicon of cookie lab. Hydrophobic meaning afraid of water. Hydrophilic meaning attracted to water. And so, I can see my seventh grade science notebook with the circles and the tails the, of the hydrophobic or hydrophilic barriers. molecules. Mm -hmm. So some of the parts of the casein like to sit in water, other parts don't. This causes the molecules to organize. Here go my fingers again, my scientific <laughs> fingers. You can see them wiggling. Organize themselves into small globular round structures that float around in the milk and so the outside of the structure is no you're blocking your microphone with your with your hands the with, out with your molecule shape <laughs> the outside of the structure there you go is all the parts of the protein that don't mind being in water while mm, the parts okay. that mind are are surrounded inside okay and you know what that does i don't it reflects light what idea you were gonna say that and it makes milk white oh my gosh this is mind-blowing stuff isn't that cool if you didn't have casein in the milk and it wasn't hydrophilic and hydrophobic and it didn't what form globules what color would milk be it would be transparent light oh would just God. pass right through it wow it would be like water Truly amazing. Truly amazing. Here on Cookie Lab, we we just aim to please. And the other part that's cool about this is the sugar in the uh, sweetened condensed milk caramelizes when you heat it up. Mm-hmm. And it mixes with the other ingredients, and it forms almost 
a dolce de leche. Yes, it's more of a complex flavor than you would get from anything that you didn't right. do the heating. And it and it and it forms this gooey, solid, semi-solid. Yeah, it uh, seems bar. it's kind of semi-solid. Like when you said chewy, there there's not uh, any resistance. Yeah, it's almost know? like a fudge. Yes, fudgy would be a better description. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and in and, texture, fudgy in texture. And you use sweetened condensed milk to make fudge in many recipes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those famous, you know, like two ingredient fudge. <laughs> yeah, and chocolate so the, chips and sweetened condensed milk. And so there we are. We uh, we have fully explored the seven layer bar cookie experience experience yes it's, it's like not just a cookie it's like a ride at great adventure oh my gosh you don't know about great adventure well it's from the, that's what i think of when i think of the 80s <laughs> but did you ever go to great adventure in the 80s i did yeah in jackson new jersey or did you have one out in buffalo no 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 uh i visited relatives once in new jersey and they took oh, me to great adventure great adventure is the best it was fantastic well thank you for this trip back to the 80s chris well you're very welcome and uh we're we're holding up our cookie lab mugs cheers in solidarity uh cheers you can get those uh at the link in our show notes, as well as find our TikTok and all of our other great adventures. And uh, I see what you did there. And Jill, you have to keep yes, your paws sir. off my seven oh. layer bars, please. Yeah, keep your paws off my seven layer bars because they're too too sweet to share. And next week, you have a special treat for us, I believe. I do. So. We have talked, we have, you have experimented quite a bit with peanut butter cookies. We tried a couple different recipes and you tried different kinds of shortening. Yeah, and you mentioned a a memory of peanut butter cookies from your childhood. Right, when you started, as soon as you say peanut butter cookies, I picture my mom's kitchen covered with torn open grocery bag, paper grocery bags, which she would use to cool her peanut butter cookies. And so... Uh, my mom listens to Cookie Lab, and so she has promised to make the peanut butter cookies and then special guest zoom into Cookie Lab. So tune in next week for, for the ultimate peanut guest. butter. Ultimate peanut butter cookie guest. Joyce. I am so excited. I can't wait. I'm I'm going to hurry to next week. Okay, you better get back in the time machine, Chris. Oh, yes. Back in the time machine, and hopefully I'll be back in time to uh, talk to Joyce. Sounds good. And eat the peanut butter cookies. All right. Join Mm -hmm. us next week. Bye. It's Cookie Lab.